Welcome to My Friend Has Never Listened to a Podcast. Get excited, guys. This is our Q&A, which we have been promising for a couple of months now. So let's get on with our Christmas special. Now, we have been promising you a Christmas special for a couple of weeks now, and it's yeah, we're really excited about being able to answer some of these burning questions that people have been sending through for the last few weeks. We want to say a huge thank you to everybody who took the time to send in a question to James and I. Some of them have come in recently, but James, we have been banking them since we started. My friend has never listened to a podcast. And I remember when you, said, when you first mentioned it to me, I was, I was like, oh... What's that about? Um, and then the more I've been listening to podcasts, the more I realize people, yeah, you want to get to know the the presenters a little bit more. And there's been podcasts that I wish I had a bit more information about people. So yeah, if we can if we can do that for some of our listeners, happy to oblige. All right. So James, do you want to pick a question and kick us off? Yeah. One of the first questions actually came from Connecticut, Old Lime, Connecticut, which I've never oh, even heard of. Never heard of that. And the question comes from one of our listeners called John, and John just said to me, well, James, I know when you first started listening, you said you really liked Ear Hustle, but do you now have a favorite podcast? Ooh. And what I found really cool about that was my interest and my my favorite has probably changed over the season, which has been quite cool over the yeah. year. Poor Elon. I, no, 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 no. So <laughs> just to be really clear, like I still really like Ear Hustle and I find myself talking about it with a lot of people still. It seems to be one of those podcasts that when you're talking to your mates about like what you've been listening to, a podcast about life in prison just has lots of different things that you can talk about. Yeah. And yeah, so it's one of those real good over a couple of beers talking about yeah. uh, Ear Hustle. One of my favorite podcasts that I've listened to is Power Corrupts by Brian Class. And yes. the fact that we got to chat to him and learn more about the why behind his creation of the podcast. Yeah, it is definitely one of my favorite podcasts. And as I think I mentioned in our episode when we reviewed it, you get exposure to so much different information. In every episode, you can learn something brand new and lots about it too. The amount of in-depth research and detail that he's gone into, that for me has definitely been one of my favorite podcasts. Something that I have noticed, James, is what I've been asking you to do when I ask you to listen to a whole season, it's actually a huge ask because when I catch up with my friends, some of them are saying, I'm only up to the dream because I've been listening to all of the podcasts that right? you recommend and some of them have only just finished Air Hustle because they've listened to like all five or six seasons. Yes. Because... It's really made me realize that what I've been asking you to do is a huge ask because even some people who've been listening to podcasts for years are still way behind you, buddy. It also speaks to how much content you bloody consume. <laughs> <laughs> because this for you was something small. You were like, oh, yeah, I'll just give you something light, give you 20 episodes this week. And I'm like, that's light to you because you're listening to like 70. So I have been loving it. I definitely have been loving it and I didn't realize I probably had as much time. This is what I find fascinating. When you include something like this into your schedule, you wonder what you were doing with your time before. And for, for me, there's been a big, big piece of reflection as to like, are you doing the most with your time, James? Because if you can now incorporate up to 20 hours of podcast per week, what else could you be doing with your time? So how about yours? Um, let's go to one of your questions. Probably leading on from that, we had a question from Dorothy. 
in Stockholm and she wanted to know, is your life now complete that you have podcasts in it, James? <laughs> well, being the uh, the eternal growth mindset individual that I am, I definitely think my life is better now that I've got podcasts in it. I, I feel so much better for it. I find myself, and I think I've told you this before, Ollie, at work, in my spare time, I talk about podcasts a lot and I've caught mm-hmm. myself a few times wondering if people are just over hearing me recommend <laughs> podcast as, oh, well, I heard this really interesting thing on a podcast recently. Because as I'm delivering content in training programs or as I'm consulting with clients or talking to just friends around a barbecue, it just comes out like word vomit. Like it just, yeah. it just, it's just there. And I'm sitting there going, oh, that's really interesting because in this podcast called Sleepwalkers, they're actually talking about <laughs> AI technology. <laughs> but James, you've become that person that you used to hate. Cause when I can remember when Adam and I would talk to you about podcasts and you would just smile and nod and walk I- away and be like, I'm not interested. I don't listen to podcasts. You've become that person. I I genuinely have and but there's a little bit of self-awareness because I do find myself checking to make sure people haven't glazed over and, and just switched off and, and zoned out when I'm, when nice. I'm talking to them all right Dorothy so I hope that answers your question well it doesn't really has is your life now complete is my life now complete I wouldn't say my life's complete um and <laughs> and why I say that is because I hope that my life is never complete. I hope that I'm constantly adding new things to my repertoire and I hope I'm constantly adding, I'm trying to think of analogies here. Is it like new quivers to my bow or new Uh, arrows to my strings to my bow and arrows to my quiver? I genuinely hope that I I just constantly keep bringing new things in. I I never want to be fixed. I never want to be stuck in doing the same thing over and over again. Uh Maybe that goal at the beginning of the season wasn't, wasn't that achievable, you know, to ensure that my life is now complete with podcasts in them my life is better having podcasts in them I'll, i will say that first statement but i was gonna say i don't i've only been to sweden once i've been to stockholm and i think they say tuck as thank you but that's all, like so there you, oh, there, there you go for james tuck tuck for that question dorothy <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening dorothy yeah i one of the things that with these questions that blew me away was understanding like how wide our listenership is and yeah. the different countries all around the world that uh, yeah that, that that are listening. We should have asked how did you find us. Oh, that would be well, we'll have to do that in the next one. Else, we'll have to get people to sort of let us know how they how they heard about our podcast or how they came across it. Sure. Do you want to pick another one? So the the other question that I am I had that I was keen to sort of ask you, Oz was how how we know each other. So this question came from Joseph from Berlin. So, hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. What's That's Germany, right? Berlin, Germany? Yes, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, trying, I'm just, I'm just good. This is a good test of our geographical knowledge, James. Oh, t- totally. So, danke schön for your question, Joseph. Are you going to do this for every single question? Because... I'm going to give it a good crack. I've got some basics of a lot of languages in my head, so we'll give it a good go. But yeah, I'll, I'll throw that question to you. How do we know each other? I know we've kind of dropped little nuggets of it, like Easter eggs through the through the series, but do you want to elaborate on that for did a little Did you just say Easter eggs? I did. I used used the term Easter eggs. That's that's what they call like when you drop little only little bits of information that maybe tell a bigger story. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in like lots of the Marvel movies, they'll drop Easter eggs. And oh. An okay. Easter egg is something that like only true fans might pick up on, or there you go. Like understand what that that thing actually means. I've never heard of that term. Yeah, so you you might have heard a few of Easter eggs around how we know each other through the season. But I thought I threw that question to you, Ollie. So Joseph from Berlin wants to know how do we know each other? 
Hi, Joseph. The way I know James is we used to work together at a company in Brisbane, Australia. And this was back in about 2016, I think, James, we started working together. 2014. Oh, 2014. Mm. Gosh, okay, sorry, 2014. We used to go on the road together and we got to know each other pretty well, as you do when you are traveling with somebody. And we just got on really well from day dot. And what was really awesome is when James and I worked together, our clients love it as well because they can pick up on the fact that James and I have a really good working relationship and we kind of complement each other, I think, James. So mm. we were we worked together for many years and then since 2014, we've both gone off and set up our own companies and now we find ourselves working together again for clients that we've worked for for many years, which is just awesome yeah that's cool and only recently yeah, we, we got to work together yeah but it had been a long time that we hadn't worked together yeah yeah and, the, and 2019 kind of brought us back together and we've always been friends even when we weren't working together we would always kind of if i was ever in brisbane i would pop in and see james or he would come up and spend australia day with yeah. cliff and i and his wife and it's yeah we've always stayed in touch yeah it's been really really cool and what, one of the coolest holidays i've ever been on was when we got to go up and we were planning all this awesome stuff in the Whit Sundays where Ollie lives yeah. and we were like oh we're gonna go out jet skiing and we're gonna go over to all these beautiful islands and there was one of the most like torrential downpours <laughs> in the Whit Sundays at that time and Ollie and Cliff have the most wicked AI setup so they've got like a VR virtual reality setup in their in their lounge and we spent the whole weekend basically yeah. with gog goggles on and in a virtual world just yeah. pretending we were somewhere else and drinking and <laughs> it was so much fun it was awesome yeah so yeah. that's how we know one another and now when people ask we do a podcast together so yeah that's it <laughs> that, now that's... james is my co-host not just yeah. my colleague that's pretty cool. This was my birthday recently and Ollie messaged on my Facebook page and she said, happy birthday, co-host. And it was yeah, just a yeah. cool, it was, it was a cool yeah, thing yeah. to see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So cool. No, um, I hope that answers your question, Joseph, around how we know each other. Ollie, I'll throw it to you. What's um, one of the questions you wanted to answer? Hi, Kevin from Lake Geneva in Wisconsin wants to know why James is a Kiwi but lives in Australia and why I am from the UK but also live in Australia. So James, I want to let you answer that one first. It was actually my wife that brought me back to Australia. So I met my wife in 2012 and uh, we met in the Middle East. We were living in Dubai at the time and her family were all from the Gold Coast. So a big part of us moving back to Australia was to come home and be closer to family. And it was also convenient for myself because all my family were living in Western Australia at the time. So yeah, we moved back and it, uh, haven't really looked back since. So that was my biggest motivating factor was to come home and be closer to, to friends and family after living abroad for such a long time. Nice. How about you, Oz? Uh, why did you move to Australia? Your story's got a little bit more, more juice, I think. Oh, I don't know about that. I first <laughs> came to Australia in 2011 to to do some contracting work. And I did that for a couple of months. I would fly back and forth from the UK to Australia, which is, as anybody who's done that flight would know, it's a very long way. It's a 24-hour door-to-door trip. We got to a point where that was just not going to be sustainable moving forward. So I agreed to move to Australia for eight months. And long story short, I never went home because I fell in love with Australia. And I also fell in love with my husband. <laughs> An Australian, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is an Australian, yes. So 
I've been here now for nine years. Would you look back? Would you change anything? If I could, I would move all of my friends and family from the UK and Manchester United to Australia. <laughs> that would be the one thing I would change. So that w- that's where Manchester United would now be the Wit Sundays team. Is that correct? Yeah, they could be Wits. They could be the Wit Sunday United team. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. You do definitely miss like your friends and family that are international, like that mm-hmm. are abroad. And yeah, there's some you know certain occasions when you miss them even more. But I definitely think that the lifestyle that Australia provides is such a cool. Would you ever go home, James, back to New Zealand? I've always had in the back of my mind that I'd love to own a property back in New Zealand. I really would. Like like to have somewhere that I could go and because at the moment like we don't have anywhere specifically like a house of ours that we could go back to at any time if that makes sense Uh so when we go back we're staying with family or we're staying at the marae which is you know the family meeting house but yeah I would always in the back of my head I've always wanted to as part of my property portfolio (laughs) I'm amassing (laughs) um, I would love to be able to own a, a property back home yeah nice all right James do you want to choose a question yeah 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 one of the other uh, questions that came through was from now, Karen. I'm just, I'm just assuming and hoping that because you listen to our podcast, you you do not have the the, the stereotypical <gasps> Karen esque vibes that are going I around. I feel so and sorry for people called Karen. Right I, I now. really, I really do. You guys are, you guys are copying it. The Karens and the Kevins of this world are definitely copying it at the moment. So I'm just assuming that. 2020 hasn't been that kind to you with a name like Karen. So we are going to answer one of your questions today. Now, Karen comes from Georgia, Atlanta. And one of her questions was, was around how our partners find the fact that we do a podcast. Like how have, our, how have our partners responded or coped with us doing podcasts? What's their reaction kind of been like? And I was going to throw it to you to, to answer first. I know that Jenna and Cliff have been hugely supportive throughout this journey. And oh, totally. in the beginning, it was a big ask because they were very heavily involved in the social media and the editing. And mm-hmm. gradually as time has gone, on James and I have been able to take that load off them as we've we're learning the ropes as we go is that when they threw it at us you can do this on your own now they've been hugely supportive and I think we owe them a huge debt of gratitude because oh, in the beginning James they had to put up with some ridiculous ridiculous asks that we had because we were in the middle of quarantine and we had time on our hands and this became a full-time job for you and I when we were setting this up. All consuming, yeah. And what that means is that then takes away from your time with your partner because it's constantly, Mm. oh no, I've got to listen to this podcast or I've got to do a record or can you leave the house? We were were fostering a cat at the time and some kittens and it was just a constant, yeah. yeah, it was just a constant, okay, Cliff, you have to go and lock yourself in a bedroom and be quiet and you have to take the crazy cat with you as well and take his collar off so he don't hear his bell and I'm switching the aircon off. It's the little things that for the first couple of records, it's okay. But after a couple of months, I think it does start to grate on them a little bit more. Oh, but I sure. think we've both got to a point now where we're back on the road. So we're a little bit more out of their hair, James. Yeah, I say this from uh, under a blanket in <laughs> the, the room of our new rental um, in WA. But I, I must admit, we do have two very... What would you call Cliff and Jenna? I think the word for them is they're just very easy in mm. terms of people to. I can't, I can't, can't articulate it. What's that word I'm looking for? I was weird. Cruisy. They're cruisy. They go with the flow. Supportive. And so they don't, yeah, and, and extremely supportive um, as well as being cruisy. And you could definitely take that for granted if 
you weren't thinking about it. And so I, I definitely know that they're, they're part of our long-term plan to make sure that they reap in the rewards of an uber successful international podcast. And can't wait to to further spoil them when we when we get to that point. But yeah, I definitely yeah, I agree with those. Jenna was extremely supportive and I think what they were they were really doing when we were in quarantine Oz was helping provide some meaning and purpose for us, right? Mm. Like we, we didn't we both had lost our work at the time. So they were helping us refocus our attention and invest in something and I, I think it's really good to now be at that stage where we're a little bit more self-sufficient. Yeah. Yeah. And leading on from that, we also had a question from Nancy in Frisco, Texas, who wants to know... Yeehaw, Nancy. Where do we record? Where do we record? Oh, God, don't ask me that today. Well, James is currently <laughs> sweating under a, oh, under a duvet. I am under bed toppers right now. <laughs> So we we just recently moved from Queensland to Western Australia, which came with a lot of different challenges. But we finally found a rental and we're in this awesome rental that has wooden floors throughout. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Podcaster's nightmare. Yeah, I've now got blanket down on the ground because my office is not set up yet. I've got two boxes that are sitting either side of the computer or the microphone and two mattress toppers sitting over top of me. So today, while I'm recording this podcast, I'm actually also shedding a couple of kgs and <laughs> Um, I'm just thinking I'm in like a some day spa sauna or something like that. <laughs> well, we are used to recording in hot temperatures, James, because we have also recorded in dongas, in cupboards, in hotels. Tell our rooms. listeners what a do- what a donga is. Oh, okay. It's a donga is a basically temporary accommodation that is movable. So think shipping mm-hmm. container with an aircon and a bathroom and a bed. It's very basic and. That's what we normally stay in when we yeah. go and see certain clients on site. Yeah, especially some of like our heavy industry clients will mm-hmm. end up staying in these these dongers. And I mean, some of them can be quite luxurious, I must yeah. admit. They uh, they can have their own washing machine and dryers and they'll all have a fridge inside them as well. Mm-hmm. They usually have TV. You, you made it sound like you're just in like a prison cell. Oh, they, sorry. Have, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they usually have like a TV and things like that as well. But yeah, they are, they are extremely tin can like. And so horrible for records. When it's 46 degrees outside with 100% humidity and you're having to record with the AC off because the AC is making too much noise and your mic's picking it up. Well, actually, I kind of feel like I'm right there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of the weight loss, James. It's like a cleansing experience for you. Total cleanse. Yeah. So ho- hopefully that answers your question. Who was that? Nancy, did you say Oz? Yeah. And that, that probably explains why some of the quality of our audio is sometimes a little bit dodged, James, because we don't have our own studios. I'm actually back in my studio at home, which is really nice. So I'm hoping that my audio for this episode will be pristine, but we'll we'll see. And very often we have traffic outside, we have lots of different things going on. So we are endeavoring to improve the quality of our audio because we know that it is annoying when you're listening to a podcast and the audio is poor. Yeah, awesome. Ollie, where's Islington in England? I'm going to say it's... Sorry, I'm, I'm really... Like... I think it's southeast. So would are they, are they like Cockney down there or what are they... Is it like... Yeah, you'd call them Cockney. They're a little bit Cockney, yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a, a, a question, a question from Jennifer in Islington, England. And she wanted to know around all your podcasts type. So she, she was asking... Obviously, you love podcasts. One of her questions was, why do you love? What gave you that idea? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> why, why, why did you reckon that, Jennifer? Why do you love podcasts so much, Ollie? And what's your podcast type? Like, do you have a do you have a type of podcast that just would always get your attention? Thanks so much for your question, Jennifer. I am going to hold my mother and probably my father totally responsible. I don't know why I'm calling them mother and father, mum and dad. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I've gone like uber old fashioned. Um, I'm going to blame mum and dad because throughout my childhood years, they always had their radio on. Mum, very stereotypical, would be in the kitchen with the radio on and dad would be in the garage with the radio on. So I have grown up being used to a voice in the background talking at me. And even though, you know, I watch Netflix and I think audio for me is my preferred medium because it allows me to continue with the rest of my life. Whereas if I watch a Netflix show, I have to sit down and watch it. Mm. Whereas if I'm listening to a podcast, I can do the shopping, I can do cooking, I can still drive the car, I can do cleaning, I can still do some of my work. And I can do, I can still, you know, I can exercise, I can go for a walk. And for me, it's the ability to learn whilst carrying on with my life. And as far as type goes, I listen to all types of podcasts. I I love political podcasts. I love historical podcasts. I love human story podcasts. You can't forget legal podcasts. Oz. You are like the biggest legal podcast fan that I that I can think of. Love crime. Probably two genres that I've steered away from because I haven't found really, really good ones are sport, although I do have a few sport ones that I listen to, and self-help. I am yet to find a really good self-help positive psychology podcast. I've listened to a lot, and honestly, James, they are dull as dishwater. I'm still going to put a different word in there, but <laughs> I listen to a lot of books in that space, but that's usually because they're by authors that I know, or, but I to be honest, I haven't really explored the self-help podcast shelves i haven't recommended any to you james yeah well that's that's why right <laughs> um and i'm still sitting here like needing that as part of my life i'm i wonder what life will be like after you stop recommending podcasts to me foreseeing that this will last a long time but my mind just jumped to like oh where will i get my recommendations from when ollie just oh, god st stops where am i going <laughs> Just stop, just James. I'm out, dude. You're on your own now. Yeah, uh, like if you pulled if you pulled that out one day, I don't know what I'd do. To be honest, I wonder if uh, that's where I, that's where at the moment I wonder if podcasts would still be as much of a part of my life if someone wasn't like hand feeding me <laughs> the best, the best in the business. Force feeding you. Hand, I, hand, I didn't say force. I said hand feeding. You know, it's just a little bit more easily accessible. All right, cool. So, uh, oh, any other questions from your side? This one comes from Gregory in San Jose in California and he wants to know who would be your dream podcast guest great question Ooh. he hasn't specified dead or alive so maybe we could have some poetic license but do they have to be a podcaster that's what I, I start to wonder like um he didn't specify podcast guest I'm gonna take that in terms of like people that are involved in the podcasting space there are a couple of obviously someone like Joe Rogan would be an amazing person to have on the show just looking at all the success he's had with podcasts but a little bit closer to home a couple of the ones that have got away for me over our first season uh, I would love to have interviewed 
Elon Woods. Yes. I think he would have been really good to have on the show. And Nigel. And Nigel, yeah. But also Ollie Ward as well. I really would have liked to have chatted to Ollie Ward. Those are some people that I really would have liked to have had on the show from the podcasting space. How about you, Oz? Similar to you, one of the ones that got away and is still not totally out of reach would be John Acty and Kerry Jackson from Shreds. Oh, yes. And that's still something that I should be chasing. We were talking to them though, right? Like we, we, were, yeah, we, were, yeah. we were having conversations about um, getting them on the show and uh, yes, I think that would be awesome to have them on. And the other one is Casey from Case File. Oh, you love Casey. <laughs> I do love Casey. I think I have a bit of a podcast crush on his voice. <laughs> What about if you opened it up a bit further, I was like, if it could be anyone in the world that you could have on the podcast, on the show, who would it be? Could they be dead? Sure. I'm going to go Immanuel Kant, the existential philosopher. <laughs> but I might need to learn German to speak to him, so that could be tricky. How about you? Could be a bit of a problem. On a bit of a wider scale, someone who I think would be really cool to have on the podcast is Taika Waititi, which is the yes. Kiwi director. The producer, yeah. Yeah, I just think he is wicked. I love his stuff. I love all of his interviews that I watch, and I just think having a chat to him would be quite cool. Ooh, I've just thought of another one that I would love to have on the podcast, and James, we're going to make this happen, is when Adnan Syed is released. I would love oh, to have a chat yes. to Adnan. Yes, yes, yes. Having him on the show. Well, he'll be coming out to Ely Beach, according to your letter, right? <laughs> Anytime he wants. <laughs> well, one of our next questions actually came from a listener a lot closer to home. So uh, we got a question coming from Parramatta, New South Wales. Or as a lot of my, my Kiwis back home would say, Paramata. Um, <laughs> and the question was from Daniel. Daniel wanted to know what our favourite Australian podcast was that we'd listen to. So from all the stuff that we'd listen to a bit more locally, so the Australian stuff that we'd listen to, what's been your most favourite Australian podcast to listen to that you've reviewed? I'm guessing that we would call this an Australian podcast because it was made by two Aussies would be Maddie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, I think that's what they were referring to. Because I would say that the ones we've listened to have been Maddie, America Snowball. if you're listening, Snowball. Yep. And what about Maddie for you, Oz? What, what made that like a really good listen for you? The different perspective and giving me an angle that I had never really considered before, or maybe mm. I just didn't want to consider. But I love the presentation of new evidence. I find that just intriguing. Yeah, Mark Sanakunuku and Dan McHugh did yeah. such a good job with that awesome. podcast. How about you, James? Mine is definitely Snowball. I, I was even just last week talking to someone who is massive on podcasts and I'd mentioned to them that I was making one and they were like, oh, what have you done? And she was like, oh, you've reviewed Snowball. That's such a good podcast. And then more recently, as you know, they, they won the True Crime podcast of, of the year. So yeah, Ollie Ward and the team at the ABC did such a good job with Snowball. And it was one of those stories that you could see being turned into a movie. So for me, that's what, what really sort of hooked me in, got me in. Can you believe that we're so close to Christmas Ops? No, this year has gone in the blink of an eye considering that we've had COVID and all the rest. It's been a very unusual year. Now our listeners need to know that Ollie is the queen of Christmas cards also. She mm-hmm. is, how big's your um your list these days, Oz? Oh, uh, there's probably only about 30, 40 people on it. You're so religious though with your Christmas cards. Like uh-huh. it's one of those things that you just, you can. Know, if you don't get a Christmas card from Ollie and you've gotten one before, you're on the naughty list, mate. Yeah, no, <laughs> Santa's not visiting you this year. So anyway, I hope that answered your question, Dan, um, in regards to our favourite local podcasts. But yeah, Christmas, I I just can't believe how close it is. Have you got all your Christmas shopping done? Uh, We're not doing... Christmas presents this year because you know James I recently just purchased a plot of land and I'm building a house and I have no money so yeah, you are that's so cool in short Christmas is cancelled <laughs> <laughs> Christmas gifts are cancelled yeah yo you'll still get a card buddy 
the spirit's still there. Uh, so our next question comes from, I'm going to say this wrong, but it comes from Taipei in Taiwan. And so th this still blows my mind. We've got listeners in Taiwan. That is just so cool. Yeah. How did you find us? And this question comes from Gloria. And she wants to know, why did I choose somebody who had never listened to a podcast to review podcasts with? <laughs> and it is a good question. I think it wasn't so much the fact that I wanted to review podcasts. It was that I wanted to work with James. I think that's the most honest Aww, answer. Shucks, yeah. Shucks. Yeah. And why did you want to work with me? I miss you, buddy. We hadn't worked <laughs> together for years. It'd have been years. ages, eh? We worked together pretty intensely for a few years, and then we didn't work together for years. And then when COVID hit, it was, for me, the natural choice would be to work with somebody who is in a similar boat to me because James and I, we, neither of us have children and we probably had more time on our hands than maybe some of our other friends who were mm. homeschooling. And because we get on so well, it just seemed like whatever I was going to do, it was going to be a project with James. So it wasn't so much I decided I wanted to review podcasts. It was I wanted to work with James and how the hell was I going to work with James? Because we're so <laughs> different when we thought we might review do you remember we thought we might review netflix yeah we were going to uh, um, recommend different netflix things yep well we compared we compared yeah. favorite shows and we were like oh no that's <laughs> yeah. that's probably not gonna work <laughs> and i was like i'm not gonna watch that so scrap that idea and then we did the same with books we both listened to yeah. very or read very different books and then yeah. <laughs> the podcast I can remember it so clearly I was like walking around my garden because I quite like to walk when I'm on the phone and I just said oh we should review podcasts and James said but I've never listened to a podcast and I said boom that's what we're gonna yeah. do then yeah and retrospectively, I think we didn't realize this heading into it, but we actually bring such different perspectives to these podcasts as well. Yeah. And I think that's probably key to it. You know, you've got fresh ears and a Kiwi perspective that lives in Australia. And then you've got this seasoned pro with the UK that now lives in the UK -er? the, <laughs> the UK -er that now lives in Australia. <laughs> I think we bring different worldviews to to the reviews of the podcast, which I think hopefully are adding to the the quality of the reviews. Nice. We've also had a question from Rachel, who is in Moscow, and she wants to know, are we going to change the title of the podcast now that you are no longer the friend who has never listened to a podcast, James? We've got a little bit of good advice during the season about <laughs> changing your URL and your, and your name and your podcast. And the advice was, don't do it. <laughs> that was Matt Bevan, right? Yeah, it was Matt Bevan. He said, he said, like, literally, it is the biggest pain. He now has to call his podcast America If You're Listening, formerly known as Russia If You're Listening. So if we were to change our name, just be be very aware. Who was that from? Rachel, did you say? Rachel. That, that if, it, if we were to change our name, whatever the new name would be followed by formerly known as my friend has never listened to a podcast. <laughs> And that's just getting ridiculous. So it might not work. But I think like anything, right, the, the the concept is still there and the essence of what we do is the same. So if we can recommend to the world podcasts and hopefully vicariously we're making some friends globally that uh -huh. may not have listened to podcasts either. So all our listeners potentially become the friend that has never listened to a podcast and we are providing you with the best content on the airwaves. la di da that just came off the top of the lid. So mm, um, it doesn't make sense. I'm sorry, but if it blew your mind, then you're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
We're going to go a bit local again. We, we've got a large, we've got, you know, we've got a substantial number of listeners that come from Australia. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions actually came from Cheryl in Brisbane. Hey, Cheryl. And she said, hey, Cheryl. I feel like um, I'm on a live, right? We should have done this live, James. Like, oh, they, people could have phoned in and we could have done it live. Phone. Well, I think for our next one, who was it that did a, they had a, a phone number that they set up and people could leave voicemails and then they used the voice. Was it the dream? Yeah. It was. I think and it was Jay Marie. Heaven's Gate. And Heaven's Gate. And basically people could leave a voicemail and then the voicemail was brought mm. on. I think we should do definitely get like a burner phone for, for the next season. Burner phone? What for well, all the drug deals that we do? No, no. <laughs> like in terms of like, well, you, well, we'll use your number then, Oles. A pay-as-you-go um, <laughs> phone, you mean? Pay-as-you-go, pay-as-you-go. And then we can use that for people to just ring and leave a, a voicemail on um, nice. and ask all their questions. So, so sorry, question? um, <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl from Brisbane, <laughs> she, she was asking around, she wanted to know, Oles, well, she herself is actually deaf and wanted to know, firstly, like, how did you become deaf? And has it proved any challenges in terms of listening to so many podcasts? Thanks for the question, Cheryl. I'm only partially deaf, so I have 50% hearing and I've lost my hearing in my right ear. So in terms of creating challenges, for me, I don't experience any because I can just put the headphones on and I can hear the podcast in my left ear fine. It does become a problem when podcast editors get fancy with their stereo and they try and play one voice in one ear and one voice in the other because obviously I miss half the conversation. And I think it's probably more annoying for other people. For example, my husband, when I'm listening to a podcast and he's saying, Ollie, 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 and I just can't hear him because if one ear is busy listening to a podcast, I have no ability to to hear anything that's going on around me. And the way I became deaf was through mumps when I was three. So I have no memory of being able to hear stereo. And it was a funny story, James, how we realized that I was deaf because you know these phone lines that get set up around Christmas time? Well, back in the 80s, now I think it's all done on the internet, where you can phone a phone number and talk to Santa and there's a recorded oh, message leave, from you Santa. You can leave your message. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, these phone calls, I think they used to cost £1.50 a minute or something. They're so quite they expensive, so right? So expensive. Yeah. So mum phoned up and gave the phone to Becky so she could, my sister, so she could listen to half the message and then pass the phone to me so I could listen to the other half. And I remember handing her the phone back saying, it's finished. And mum listened to the phone and obviously it hadn't finished. And that's how we realised that I was deaf oh, in my no right ear. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I actually didn't know that. I actually yeah. didn't realise it. And, and what a vivid memory to have, right? Like calling, because, you know, all your emotions would have been so high around Christmas yeah. time. And how cool. This is where I wish we had the chance to sort of speak back because I, I'd like to know how Cheryl's going with listening to, to our podcast and the other podcast that she listens to if she also is deaf. So really, really like appreciate your question Cheryl yeah. and thanks for thanks for sending it in. We've also had a question from Jack in Diamond North Holland. I'm probably saying that completely wrong. <laughs> And Jack wants to know, what exercise do you do, James, when you are listening to podcasts? At first, I'll be real honest, like I love exercise and sport, but I wasn't able to do exercise while listening to podcasts at the beginning, purely because I didn't have the headphones that were set up for it. So I was rocking some AirPods, which just didn't sit in my ear very well. And 
yeah, I it used to struggle. So I'd, I'd try my best and I'd be on the treadmill, usually the gym or, or going for a bit of a run. The headphones were falling out so often that I just maybe used it as a bit of an excuse to not combine the two together. Most recently though, I got the best pair of Sony headphones and I got them on sale. So I love a good deal. Woo woo. But these Sony headphones, they are perfect for noise cancelling, but also for sport as well. So they're sweat resistant. And now I can listen to my podcast while I'm doing absolutely anything. So nice. stereotypically at the gym, you'll find me doing like a lot of like high intensity workouts. So I do lots of sprints, do a lot of, yeah, a lot of hit sort of stuff. So um, you'll get into the gym and within 45 minutes, I'll be out of there because I will be sweating a storm. I hope that kind of answers your question. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. So we've come to the end of our, our special edition yeah. with our Christmas bonus special. We do have time for one more question, though. And this question came from Sophia from South Bend, Indiana. Woo. Oh, man, all these places are just – do they do podcast tours, Ollie? Like, do, do you – Oh, we should definitely and, do a podcast tour, like a book tour. Go and visit, like, certain areas. And, yeah, I'd love to do that because yeah. I'm going to be Googling a lot of these areas soon. South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. And I'm wondering now if they live on a bend of the oh, of the God. river. Sophia wanted to know, we review a lot of real podcasts and she wondered if we'd ever review fictional podcasts. Is that something that, that's up for, on the table for discussion? Certainly. I have listened to lots of very, very good fictional podcasts and I would happily recommend a fictional one to you, James. Do you want one? Oh yeah, I'd be keen. I love I love fiction. Um, okay. Yep. Done. Okay, so there you go, Sophia. So um <laughs> if fictional podcast sucks, Sophia, I'm coming for you, all right? <laughs> because this is your fault now. Yeah, well this has been really cool. Like yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed the the chance to sort of answer some of our listeners' questions and And thank you to everybody who took the time to write in and ask James and I a question. We really appreciate it. And we also wanted to let you know that we are going to be having a bit of a break over Christmas and January, James. So do you want to explain to our listeners why we're going to be having an extended break? I think always when we got into this, we knew that there'd come a time where we needed to have, you know, some downtime, reconnect with those partners that we said have, have been missing us for a while and and just sort of recalibrate and, and get things going. So we'll be taking a break from uh, just before Christmas up into the end of January. So our next episode will drop uh, beginning of February. And uh, I see it as a chance for us to hopefully bring on some new people into the team, which mm-hmm. will be really cool but over that period. So we're looking at hiring an editor to to do our, our editing, which will be awesome. You can take that off Ollie's hands because she has been literally slaving away when it comes to getting this podcast across the line. And yeah, just be really excited to bring someone new into the team. Uh, also a chance to just connect with our families, like I hope a lot of you, our listeners are doing over the festive period and a little chance to reflect on what we hope for 2021. Nice. And hopefully the editing quality will improve massively when we have an editor on board. And another reason why James and I will be taking a break is because we have to. Yeah. <laughs> because James and I are actually going to be doing some work in January that will actually make it impossible for us, James, to do a single record because we are going to be back to back working for the same client but not together so for the whole of January either one or both of us will not have internet access so the ability to even record a podcast if we wanted to is taken off the table for January so just thank you in advance for your patience that we won't be able to bring any episodes to you throughout January but 
we promise we will be back in February. We already have some in the backlog. And just know we've got some awesome content, yeah, in the backlog that we reckon our listeners will be really excited to listen to. Lots of exciting interviews that we're doing over Christmas as well. So they will all be coming to you in 2021. And really quickly, if our listeners wanted to have a look back at our catalogue, we've now released over 41 episodes and we're so excited. But take a look through those episodes and... Little spoiler, we will be interviewing the hosts and producers of one of the 40 podcasts that we have reviewed so far. So I won't tell you who, but um, in the new year, we got to link up with some pretty special people and talk about one of the podcasts that we reviewed so far. And we think our listeners will be quite excited when when they realize who, who we'll have on the show. Nice. And I just want to say a huge thank you to you, James, for taking on board this challenge. And you have more than risen to the challenge of listening to a podcast every single week for the last, gosh, nine months, 10 months. And you have done a phenomenal job. And our listeners absolutely adore you. And I just want to say thank you for being so willing to come on this journey. You've done an immense job and it's been an absolute pleasure. And apologies for how stressed I get sometimes times and how much aggro I give you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give Ollie one of her stereotypical replies, which is give over, (laughs) give over, mate. You you, like, seriously, this has been such an awesome journey and it would not have happened without you. You have been the driving force behind this podcast. You have been keeping things up. And what I found really interesting, I mentioned this to Ollie the other day, I've I've known a lot of people during COVID that decided to start a podcast. And it is only a very few of them that have actually made it to this point. A lot of them, for many other reasons, have actually seen seen it sort of finish. Mm-hmm. And so we should be really proud of ourselves. And I, I want to thank you immensely for making all this happen. Because as I said, without you being that driving force behind it, that consistency, I, I feel like I would have been one of those statistics where I, I may have, by myself, have started and then sort of dropped away so thank you for for recommending awesome content thank you for being part of this journey and i really look forward to next year and um what 2021 has in store for us and it's going to be exciting guys trust me we've got so many exciting things coming up and we can't share them with you right now but look out 2021 it's going to be so much better than 2020 we're coming for you 2021 i just want to say to all our listeners however you celebrate the holidays merry christmas happy holidays happy hanukkah whatever it may be for you guys i just hope you get to spend some amazing time with your friends family and loved ones and see in the new year in exactly the way that you want to as always you don't just have to wait till we do a Q&A to send through your questions or comments you can follow us on all of the socials Facebook Instagram and Twitter or you can email us at myfriendhasnever at gmail.com as always a massive thank you to MJ from Multidesign for our theme music all right buddy oh we forgot a question James I just remembered bear with me let me find it let me find it let me find it let me find it I printed it off now where was Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, I've got it, I've got it. So it was from Joyce who was who wrote in from Zurich and she wanted to know what is on the other side? Where are you meeting on the other side? James, can you answer that? I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> so that, that question is actually quite hilarious because when we first started doing the podcast, like probably many others have experienced, you have a list of like 50 different things that you go through. And so one of them would be start the Zoom call. The other one would be start your audacity. And 
when we'd finish, we'd always finish with a call. So Ollie or myself would phone each other after we'd disconnected Zoom, disconnected Audacity, just to wrap things up off offline. And so it started off really just by chance saying, okay, I'll talk to you on the other side. And <laughs> we'd, 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 then, we'd then call and it's now just stuck and it's become our... Our sign off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now, now I think now it just means so many different things. I'll speak, see you next. I'll, I'll talk to you on the other side. Talk to you on the other side. Yeah. I think now it just means I'll see you later. You know, my mom also uses it on the phone to me now when we're on a FaceTime. She yeah, says, yeah, does she? all right, I'll talk to you on the other side. She's so <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bless. Uh, thanks for your question, Joyce. All right, James, on that note, I will talk to you on the other side. I'll talk to you on the other side, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>